You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> hey guys, before we get started on the podcast, I wanted to make a quick announcement for Michael McIntyre's new ebook called Tough Times Don't Last, But Tough People Do. This resource is being made available for free, and it's meant to be an encouragement for these times that we're all going through. Here's your chance to refocus, repurpose, and retool yourself to prosper for these times and beyond. Please go visit themichaelmcintyre.com, click the eBooks tab, and get yours absolutely free. This is the Next Level Podcast, a place for business leaders, entrepreneurs, and dreamers to be empowered for an abundant kingdom life. Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hello, everybody. This is your humble host, Michael McIntyre of the Next Level Podcast. Welcome today. Welcome, welcome. I'm so glad you joined us. And uh, hey, I just want to give a shout out right now for all those folks out there on the front lines in this crazy pandemic out there, you know, the nurses, the doctors, the first responders, uh, the school teachers that had to, they had to go home and, and reinvent themselves to sit there and teach school online. Wow. And then plus take care of their own children. Wow. What a, what an amazing feat. What I just want to give a blessings and a shout out to all those folks out there. Um, sometimes the unsung heroes, these school teachers out there. Of course, these nurses have been fantastic. The doctors, the ER staff, the nursing home people have been extremely brave and, uh, responded to the, to the crisis. So. God bless you and thank you for your service. Thank you for your commitment and thank you for being a warrior in this battle and this invisible enemy. Listen, today I want to talk about giving back. You know, uh, a good friend of mine gave me some good coaching advice here recently. You know, it's nice when the coach gets a little coaching, uh, which is coachable. Come on, somebody. So he said, Hey, why don't you, uh, share with why, why are you giving so much? Why do you and Stacy give out so much? And, and, you know, I never really think about it like that. I really don't, you know, but if I look back over time and, and take a look at where we've gotten and, and where we've been and my journey with Jesus and, and my entrepreneurship and my successful businesses and my failure businesses and all those things in between, I guess I, I want to share a little bit about what that looked like and maybe just a brief uh, history of the world part one on this. Um, but it's really, it's been a journey for me and Stacy and uh, we've been married 34 years and, uh, we've got three amazing adult daughters, two grandchildren. And, uh, yeah, we're very blessed and we have, you know, we've made tremendous amount of, of wealth and business and, and, uh, we've blessed a lot of people. And, and look, also, we've been broke a couple of times too. We haven't always had, you know, we didn't, we weren't born with this stuff. And so, uh, we're true entrepreneurs in ever since the word and, We've had, we've, we've been humbled in the past. We have. And, um, so with all that though, I want to kind of express what, why we do what we do. And, uh, I sold our company. We, we, we established a, uh, a multi-billion dollar insurance agency over the years and we sold it in 2007. And in that year is when I gave my life to Jesus. And, uh, but a lot of things up to, and it wasn't because I sold the business, but a lot of other things, you know, I, I joke a lot of times that, you know, uh, uh, Jesus knocked me off my Rolls Royce on the road to Damascus. And there's a whole story behind that. And, and it always surprises me to hear myself say it again, because 
it was so not like me to be that guy that gave his life to Jesus. Uh, but he did, and I did. I'm so grateful for it. Thank you, Father. So, but with that is we, we got out of that, we got out of the insurance business and insurance business was really good to us. Uh, we were blessed in so many ways. And, and look, there were some times in the insurance business uh, that we were in that it was very, very difficult. You know, it's a very litigious world. Uh, it's very competitive. It's red ocean in many ways. Uh, but we did create a blue ocean amongst that red ocean, which we were real fortunate and we made it very profitable and very lucrative. But along the way, it was sometimes, it was sometimes bloody and muddy, just like when Jesus walked the earth. It was sometimes very difficult. But with all that, one of the things that I remember that I love the most about that is building people's wealth and watching them come in in our company being, you know, maybe had spent the last $10,000 in some lead system that didn't work out. Their wife was really mad at them, ready to leave them. And they were down and out and they were broke. Their lights were getting turned off. Things of this nature. Some of it not that extreme, but some of it even more extreme. And I had a system. We had developed a system that they could come in and all they had to have is this four-letter word called work. And if they could work, go out there, we set them up for success. And we did that. And it really brought life to me. And this is before I knew Jesus, but it really brought life to me to watch these salespeople, men and women, uh, get their first check with a comma in it and start growing again and start being a breadwinner, start giving back in their community and start doing things until they, some of them actually became millionaires. And so it was really a blessing for me to watch that. And I really enjoyed that. So when I gave my life to, to Jesus, when I came into that, um, you know, I, I started uh, really studying the Bible and started getting in other with other Christian men groups and stuff. And, and it seemed to be a lot of people were wanting to get mentored or coached if you will and and i and that was fine i mean i you know heck we had recruited and trained over twenty thousand insurance salespeople over the years and uh we operated in 40 states and so i was used to doing that i was used to training and coaching and mentoring people and it was really interesting though because i started doing it in the christian community and it was really eye-opening for me on how many people had the poverty spirit in that and how many people you know, we're in awe of people who made money. And, and I, you know, it was kind of, it was, it was strange to me because that's just the water that I swam in was, this is what you do. This is how you do it, you know? And, uh, and it was, a lot of it was common sense to me. Maybe it's just because I'd done it so long, but I found that there was, they were very hungry and thirsty for this information and how to do that. So I started mentoring and talking to a lot of people and some, you know, some my age, some younger and, uh, some, you know, millennials and some Gensers. And, and before I knew it, you know, I had a line outside my door and helping people and I, and it was good, but until it wasn't good. And what, when, I, when I found out that it wasn't good is when people w- would come in and really, you know, Hey McIntyre, I really need some help here. I got this business plan. You know, I want to see about what I need to do, tweak it here, tweak it there. Or, or man, my life is in a shambles You know, I'm in debt. I, I've got this going on. I can't make my car payment. My wife's mad at me. And I would give them what I would consider sound advice, uh, Christian advice and, and, you know, life advice. And, and they wouldn't take it. And they'd come back, you know, two weeks later, I'm meeting them again over at Starbucks or whatever. And, and I'd say, okay, tell me what you've done. Well, you know, I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. The sun was in my eyes. The wind was blowing. You know, my dog ate my homework. And so I got really tired of that. I really did. And, and so I, I started saying, listen, you know, I, this isn't going to work for me because, if I'm going to pour out to you, and I wasn't getting paid, didn't ask for anything. 
uh, then I really have, you have to be coachable. So that led to some other things. And then, uh, I, I started, we started attending a, uh, a charismatic community church, which was really kind of cool. And I liked it because it was raw. It was real. And I got to have some anonymity. And what I mean by that is, uh, nobody really, knew, I didn't run in this circle before. Nobody knew who I was or where I came from. And so it was really kind of refreshing. And I remember telling Stacy, listen, I'll go to this little church because it was a tiny little thing. There's probably 150 people in it. And I said, but I just want anonymity. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, do anything except just receive. Well, that God had a different plan for that. And, uh, and it was really good. And so, you know, uh, I ended up becoming friends with the pastor, the senior pastor and the staff. And I helped them raise a million dollars and build this building and get a new church going, which was a lot of fun because they didn't have any experience doing that. Uh, and I enjoyed it. And then, the, uh, the pastor asked me to come on as, as a, uh, I guess an executive pastor. And I said, I'm not a pastor. I'm, that's not me. Uh, so he said, what do you want to be? I said, I'll be the CEO of this. I'll, you know, that's what I do. And so I did. And, um, it was really, it was really good for a while. Uh, but I, I quickly learned that, you know, I was there because God wanted me there. And I just felt that it was that God wanted me there. Although I, there was at times when I did not enjoy it. I really didn't. And I was honest with him. He'd asked me, say, are you happy? I said, no. I'm not happy, but God wants me here. And so I'm going to humble myself and be here. And it was an extremely humbling situation. I love the people. I love the pastor, but I just didn't like the whole, I guess, the bureaucracy of a church, even though it be a small church. Uh, at any rate, we did put some structure in there. We did grow and the people were fantastic and they came and man, we grew to, I mean, you know, I, I think today it's over 2,500 people. And so, and that's not all because of me by any stretch, but it was a combination of people doing things, but we did establish structure around that. So in all this process, I learned that, you know, giving back is really crucial and it's important. Uh, you know, I, I believe it says, you know, too much is given, much is expected. And and I think that's true. And I think that you've got to give back. So Stacy and I started giving back in, in a lot of ways. And Stacy gets called on a lot from, the, from, from young ladies, young marrieds. And I say young, they're in their 30s late 20s and receiving advice from Stacy, who's incredible, who's done an amazing job raising these three daughters of ours. Uh, and Stacy's just, she's just super mom. She's super woman and she's super wife. And uh, she's gifted in that. That doesn't mean she's perfect because she's not. And, uh, and nor am I, but we've, we've decided to give back and pour in and we love to pour in and we love to sow into people who are receiving and are coachable. And let me just say this to my listeners out there. If you want to be coached by somebody great, if you want to, you know, seek their fruit first, look at the fruit. But secondly, be coachable. Submit under the authority. If, and that's why we charge money now. Uh, and there's sometimes we don't charge money. Just for example, this last few months, I mean, we've done a lot. You know, we've started this five handle club, which is fantastic. We give away five days free coaching at 5.50 a.m. in the morning, Central Standard Time. And it's incredible. And, and the response has been very overwhelming and humbling. And we love to give back to those people and love to help those people out. And we, we get questions and, you know, people call in and answer uh, and want questions about their business and how to make money and how to get out of debt and, and just different things, how to become a visionary. And I'm humbled to answer those questions. And, and I love doing it for them. And sometimes it's exhausting, but I get a lot of, I, I do get life from that, you know, uh, I do a lot of private coaching and in my coaching, I, I enjoy that, uh, for one thing, 
they are very committed when they do the coaching because they're they're paying me a lot of money and but i i enjoy giving that to them in an excellence and they receive that back and they they put that to practicality they put the, they put the rubber to the road but but we do like stacy and i do like to give out we've got in fact today We've got uh, a young couple coming over here uh, that's married, that's having some difficulty in their marriage. I say young couple, they're in their early 30s, uh, business owner, and they're struggling. And then uh, Stacy's got a young lady that's coming over that she's mentored in the past. And we're going to spend time out of our day today loving on these people. But I believe God's put us in this situation for that reason. Do I love it all the time? No. But I feel that sometimes God really wants us to humble ourselves and do that. And at the end of the day, it's very rewarding, especially when people are coachable. So, and then the other thing people ask a lot is, uh, how do you have so much energy? And my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Uh, I exercise a lot. I eat right. I sleep. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I just think that's the way God, you know, he wound me up and that's the way I am. Uh, now, every now and then I'll hit a holy coma <laughs> and I'll go into a holy coma for about 10 hours and, you know, and recoup, but that's rare. Uh, most time I get by on five to six hours of sleep a night and I run every day except for, uh, Saturdays. Uh, I don't run on Saturday and I have a Sabbath on Sunday. I don't work on Sunday. And so, uh, yeah, I eat right. I don't eat, uh, nearly like I used to. Uh, alcohol is a very rare thing. I enjoy a glass of wine. I enjoy a glass of scotch. Uh, and I do every now and then humble myself to a cigar. That's right. I said it. So, but saying all that, uh, I do watch what I eat and I take care of myself. And so I think God puts us on this planet. Okay. To do big things, to show up big. And part of showing up big means that you've got to give out. You've got to give. And you, there is also a season for receiving too. But the more you give, and Zig Ziglar said this, and it's probably biblical, and I don't know the scripture, but he said the more that you give, the more that you help people get what they want, you will get what you want. And what I want, as I want to see, is I just want to see results. I want to see results from what I give. I want to see fruit from that. Yes, I like making money. Yes, I'm willing to let large amounts of money make my life be easy. It's done in the past. It'll do today. It'll do in the future. But that's not the only thing. But what, and I like to see what my money can do to bless people and, and start other businesses and develop this capitalistic system that we have through entrepreneurship in kingdom business. It's fun. I love it. But I also want to make sure that, that people get served properly and that people receive that properly. You know, it's one thing, it's one thing to give, to give freely and to give, uh, to give, you know, you know, tithing is great. And, uh, you know, but it's also, it's so important to receive properly. And to receive properly, in my opinion, is to be gracious, have an attitude of gratitude and acknowledgement. It's so good because our words matter. And when that acknowledgement comes out, that's being Jesus to the person that you're receiving Jesus from. Does that make sense? <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So receive freely, give freely. And I think it's really important and to receive well and to give well. And to do it for his glory, not for yours. Uh, and I know that's hard to do sometimes, especially, you know, social media and, and whatnot. But uh, I think, you know, the other thing, too, is share your platforms. You know, I have so many people, so many friends uh, that, that get to share their platform. And 
I love sharing my platform. I like putting people on the podcast, putting people on my Facebook, on my Instagram, whatever, uh, and just to, to bless them. And because some some people don't have a platform, and I think it's important to raise other people up. You know, John F. Kennedy once said, "A rising tide raises all boats," and I think that that's that's being Jesus to other people, coming up underneath them and helping them out. So if you have 500,000 you know, followers, bless somebody out there that needs some help getting their party started. If you don't, you know, in, in a, if, you, if you need help, seek it. Ask for it. Uh, but don't ask for it just be, to be selfish. Ask for it to come in to receive properly and to acknowledge properly. And then take that, what you receive, and then pay it forward or give it out again. So, yeah, that's awesome. So I just wanted to share a little bit about that. One of the things, too, about tithing I want to share is... I think it's, you know, a great book that really changed my life and Stacy's life is by Robert Morris and uh, A Blessed Life. And if you haven't read it, I know many of you probably have. And if it's been a while, reread it because it really changed my life in giving and in tithing and, and offerings and extravagant giving and, ex- and sacrificial giving because I've done all of them and I've never... You know, and sometimes you really have to step out in faith, baby. <laughs> I mean, that's good. Uh, but like in Micah 3.10 says, I think it's Micah 3.10, that you, you can never outgive God. And that's the only place where he really wants you to test him. And I think that's beautiful. So Robert Morris, great book, man. I, I love your sermons and I love your book and I love your heart for tithing and giving and extravagant and, and just trusting in God who's all that, <clears throat> excuse me, who's all that. And it's going to be providing for you. So keep on giving. If you don't have anything to give, uh, if you don't think you have anything to give, really, you, you really need to take a deep dive in, with the Holy Spirit and take a look at that because you do. Uh, just the fact that you're breathing, you've got something to give. We all do. Uh, whether it's a business, whether it's just an encouragement, whether it's, you know, labor, whether it's knowledge, whether it's money, uh, you know, what, you know, I've had many friends in the community say, man, I just, you know, I've got this car, I'm just buying a new one, and I'm going to give this old car to somebody else. And that's amazing. I love that giving heart. And so, and giving of your time is probably one of the biggest things that Stacy and I do. We give of our time a lot. And is it easy? No. Sometimes it's, 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 it's difficult. I'll be honest with you. And sometimes I don't enjoy it. Okay, but I do it anyway because I feel my father's calling me in that place and he's blessed me with a hand. He's dealt me a good hand and I need to play that hand to the fullest. Many of you out there have been dealt a good hand, but we're playing with scared money and you cannot ever win with scared money. Come on, somebody. So there's there's my podcast for this week uh, by request of one of my coaches uh, to talk about giving and, you know, is it worth it? The final question was, he said, McIntyre is it worth it and all I can say is yes it is and I know my just reward may not be here on this earth but I do receive a lot but it will be in heaven and when I get to stand before Jesus and humble myself just like the song says you know will I dance for you Jesus will I fall to my knees and sing hallelujah and that's I just want to hear that and, and that you are a good servant we've got a couple things coming up here I just want to give a shout out uh, we've got this next level experience coming up June 26th, 27th, and 28th here in Dallas. It's going to be a unique one because this one we're not charging any money. That's right. I said it. So you can check it out and uh, go to my website at www.themichaelmcintyre.com. 
and go to live events, and it's called Next Level Experience, and it's it's really a cool thing. We, it's a three-day intensive that Stacy and I put on, and we've been doing it for years, and it's intense. It's it's about taking your life to the next level. It's about for those whose lives are working. If your life is working and it's going great and things are going good, great. Come on in here. We're going to really amplify that. If you're struggling in, in but your life is working, your head's not stuck in a bottle. You, you know you 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 know you're not addicted to crack cocaine. We want you to come in here, okay? This is not a fix-it rehabilitation place. This is for people whose lives are basically working. You might not be, you might be stuck in a rut. You might not, you know, you might want that next new job. You might want to get a raise. You might want to find that godly man, that godly woman. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to start a ministry. We've had people come through here to start an amazing ministry, started 501c3s and become very influential in their community and really bringing uh, the gospel out. We've had people come in and start brand new businesses and made a lot of money and start blessing people in that process. So whatever your system is, whatever it is that you want to do, we want to get you on that hockey stick. That's what the next level experience is about. It's three days. It's intense. Uh, but what we're going to do is we usually charge <clears throat> between $500 and $1,000. We're not going to charge anything coming in. And all you have to do is fill out an application. And we, we send it to our application committee for processing and see if you get accepted. If you get accepted, you, the only commitment we want from you, we don't want a credit card, we don't want anything, is that you're going to give us three days. And it starts on Friday, June 26th at 2.30 p.m. The doors open. It will start at 3 o'clock, and it will go to about 9.30 p.m. Friday night. Saturday morning, the doors will open at 7.30 a.m. It starts at 8 and goes to about 9 o'clock, 9.30 p.m. that night. Sunday morning, doors will open at 7.30 a.m., starts at 8 o'clock, and will go to about 9.30 that night. And <clears throat> let me just tell you, this is not for snowflakes. This is for people who are really ready to take their life to the next level. And it's Holy Spirit filled. We have a curriculum, but a lot of times the Holy Spirit takes it over, baby. And we say, come on in. You are welcome here. So with that, uh, at the end of it, we're going to ask people if they want to pay it forward and to bless people. If you want to pay zero, pay zero. If you want to bless somebody with five bucks, bless them with five bucks. You know, if you, if you resource well and you want to bless somebody 5,000 or 20,000 or 50,000, whatever you want to do, no pressure, but that's what we want to do. So we're going to select some people to come in and receive this because a lot of people say, man, you know, it's a money grab. No, it's not. I don't want your money. I don't need your money. What I want is your commitment. And I want to come in here and help you take off those old glasses and put on a new set of glasses, change your paradigm in, in the kingdom and see what you can do and see how you can get, uh, Get to sit on that rock, the cone of that rocket and take off. So check it out. It's called Next Level Experience. It's going to be amazing. We also have a really cool thing coming up in July called Acceleration 2020 for a time such as this. More on that to follow. Hey, listen, I know sometimes it's not easy. I know sometimes things get hard and we get disappointed. We refer back to the scriptures. The one that helps me constantly is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And sometimes when we don't understand what's going on out there and we're confused, I refer to Isaiah 55, 8, 9. For my ways are not your ways, as my thoughts are above your thoughts. That gives me strength, and it really does. Stay positive. Stay focused on the prize. Don't let the enemy distract you, because listen, Jesus is good. He's good all the time. He's blessed us. We've got the blood of Jesus upon us. Don't forget that, because he is king and always will be. Thank you for listening, and God bless you, and have a great week. Hey friends, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share our podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all other platforms where great podcasts are found. Thank you. Thank you for checking out the Next Level Podcast. 
For more information or additional resources, please visit themichaelmcintyre.com. <laughs>